welcome back to our seven listeners here on Three Dads in a Minivan the podcast. We Jack it up, that. man. Oh, Jack it up. Tw- are we at 12? Numbers, I'm telling you, like I, I tell you guys this all the time. I see the numbers. The numbers are going up. And I'm not just saying that for podcast purposes. The numbers I mean, are going up. Do. We do. So we're, uh, at, so we're really at eight. We're at nine. Congrats to the nine check ins. Double digits? Yeah, we're double double digits. We're we're in 12. I think we have 12 uh, subscribers. So, to the 12 subscribers, we want to welcome you guys back to another (laughs) episode of the Three Dads and a Minivan podcast. I am Greg. Of course, I'm always joined by the always effervescent Kev and the lunatic that is Special Ed. And uh, we're back and uh, we're going to be as consistent as possible with these episodes because we know during the holidays we were traveling and, you know, people get busy and we overseas, by the way, going to Europe. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to, Europe. Going to Italy and you for the know, seventh time. We're not the seventh, Ed, <laughs> but traveling overseas for the seventh time in the last three years. Yes. But anyway, so uh, the point is we're going to be a little bit more consistent with giving you guys the goods. Uh, and trying to stay on ta- on track with uh, dropping episodes new week every week on Wednesdays. That's the goal. So we're trying to get back on pa- on track for 2023. But we are excited that you guys have decided to join us this very beautiful day. So I don't know if uh, all 12, our 12 pack of uh, listeners are here in the Tampa Bay area. But uh, we obviously had a huge event uh, in Tampa is Gasparilla, which is Gasparilla. probably, I mean, it's probably one of the biggest parties I would say in, in the country, but it is definitely hands down the biggest event that goes down in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, did I would you say guys... it was the biggest event in the world last weekend, right? If you consider all the things that happened globally, right? What other event last weekend in the globe had over 300,000 people saying for like party atmosphere i think it was the biggest event in the world uh last weekend like you said three hundred thousand plus people all partying together it's a pretty monumental event as far as things that happen in the world did uh you guys make it did you guys go i did not because we had a tampa bay lightning game and i've been in situations before where i was at the gasparilla parade and had to work a hockey game and things are out of your control start to take precedent (laughs) and then you're in trouble because you're nowhere near you need to be at a certain time so i have learned my lesson and said i will not be participating in the gasparilla parade i did do the kids parade which was the week prior uh, but I've learned that if I have a job to do that day, I cannot do game day. Both. You can't do it. Yep. Nope. Can't do it. So no, Which is I was funny not because I actually would assume that you would have gone because you're already there. Right. And that's the right process, Ed. However, there have been times where, yes, oh, Greg's on the lightning float or Greg's on the on bikes float or whatever it may be. And then things happen. Right. Yes. Greg's, you know, on the route to downtown. But when timing doesn't line up, and you put yourself in a situation to where now timing isn't on your side and you have to be at a certain place at a certain time, it's not good. And it's happened a few years ago when one of the tow vehicles for one of the floats broke down and it was in a place on Bayshore that there was no way for other vehicles <laughs> to get around it. So what happens when a tow vehicle breaks down on Gasparilla's parade route? You they now are walking. Freaking, they're freak. Well, people are freaking <laughs> out, right? Because now you've delayed the parade. Everybody yep. behind you has no idea what's going on, right? So people are just throwing beads in the same spot for 45 minutes. So finally, word gets down hey, we need to stop throwing. We have an issue with a vehicle. Well, guess what? That 
delayed the parade by 50 plus minutes, dude, until they could get people to fix the truck to get it moving again. That pushed everything back. I can't be in a situation where I have to be at work and I'm miles away from where I'm supposed to be. And yeah, now I'm going to hoof it. Well, guess what? I'm on foot trying to go through a crowd of hundreds of thousands of people. You think I'm going to make it to where I need to make it to on time? Not happening. So unfortunately, in those situations, I have to be the bigger adult and make a, a conscious decision to not put myself in that situation. You know, somebody on my Facebook timeline actually got like a – I got a hard chuckle out of it because they must have just moved here from oh, up north man. or something like that. They're like, <laughs> they go, y'all, Florida's wild, man. They actually have a legit day, and it's celebrated as a holiday where everybody dresses up like a pirate and gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how we do it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I mean, yep. there's no other way to do it. Is the bead thing still happening? I mean, because now I'm going to sound old because I haven't been to Gasparilla in probably like 10 years. But I knew the biggest thing when I was like when I was like first starting out with the radio station and we used to do the Gasparilla parades and everything. That was the best thing. It was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go down there, get drunk and a whole bunch the of best people, day. people are going to be flashing just everybody. You know, I mean, is that still happening no. or no? No. no it's well, not. Uh, uh, um, and is it illegal? Can you get arrested? Is, yeah. So. You're thinking of the night parade that used to be in Ebor, right? So the day parade is just, yes, it's just a drunken fest. But they look at Kev's like, face. I no, Kev. Listen, no. I've been I've been in enough gas bros, right? Don't get me wrong; it is it is debaucherous, and there are things happening on the side streets, and it's crazy and all that. But it is nowhere near what it used to be. Like Ed was saying, like ten years ago. Okay, well, especially that, yes, that... especially in the night parade in Ebor, that was the one that made Mardi Gras look like a church service, right? Like that's the one where <laughs> it was like, what is really going on? The girls on the balcony, and it's just complete nudity, and it was just like literally girls gone wild. And the city, I think, when Pam Iorio was our mayor, they started to clean that stuff up. And if you recall, they said that the night parade would no longer be happening in Ebor unless vehicles. Or or floats were were um, uh, towed by horse driven carriages. I'm like nobody's bringing in a horse driven carriage to pull a float. Like what are you thinking? And I think that's when yeah, because that night parade safe. got killed. Right, that's when I think that's like there was like night parade. No, not happening anymore. Imagine, so, imagine the horse goes like a oh horse goes wild or something. Just know, dude, like dragging the shit what? out of the float. It's all over. It's going up and down streets. And people, yeah, dude, people nasty holding- boobs. <laughs> I don't know. The horse hangs out of there. So I don't, I don't, the night parade doesn't have the mystique, if you will, that it used to. And the day parade is still the day parade. The kids parade, obviously, alcohol free. Um, But I, I mean, it is still debaucherous. No question. It's pirates, it's people drinking all day. What do you think is going to happen? So Babs at the station, uh, she had never been to a Gasparilla. This was actually her first one. So she was kind of asking me, you know, what to expect. And I go, you know, I, I kind of break it down a little bit. Like you said, it's day drinking and you're going to see a bunch of people dressed up as pirates and, pe- you know, it's going to be wild. I said, but, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it was bananas. Yeah. Like it's not even close to what it was. Dude. I mean, you're seeing people dropping deuces on the yard, <laughs> on a mansion, on Bayshore. People <laughs> passed out at 1130 in in the afternoon people walking down with uh shopping carts with kegs of beer in it like yeah. it was bananas yeah. back in the day. You know what's funny too? We just started talking about this and I remember this was years ago. Um it, it was probably like to the tail end of when I was with Wild. So it was probably about I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I remember Haza wanted to bring our kids. Oh, she no. wanted to bring her kids down to the day parade. Somebody had told her that it was 
you know, it was good for the kids. And I'm like, no, we're the not kids going. Kids parade, yes. Yeah, she no, no. The right I, remember, I remember, and and Hazel's not even, you guys know Hazel. She's not even like a go-getter, like when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, so I was so surprised she wanted, I think she was just trying to do it, like, because she's never done it before. Sure. And I'm like, we can go. I was like, we can get my mom to watch the kids. I was like, but I don't know about to take the kids down there and look like a bad dad just sitting yeah, there. Don't but be I'm, that guy. I'm sure there's lots of kids down there, but I mean, yeah. hey, you know, not the environment, man. And parents that do bring their kids to the regular Gasparilla parade. What are you doing? It's just a whole purpose. Yes. They have a kids parade was so that it's controlled. There's not a bunch of drunks and that you can't control their behavior. There's not going to be obscene or lewd things happening. That is why they created the kids parade. I was going to say, specifically if a for city that reason, creates a separate Gasparilla and puts <laughs> children's in Correct. front of it. That's the you reason. No, your kids should not come to the regular one. Thank uh, you. Okay. Thank okay. You. So, so this leads into a good question here, and we might be down to nine listeners after this. But are you a bad parent? If you bring your kids to the Gasparilla, the adult Gasparilla crate. Yes. yes. I'm going to say it as loud as possible. <laughs> yes. But it's all ages, though. And I'm not trying to, I'm no. not, listen, I wouldn't bring you my kids. It's all ages. I wouldn't bring on. my you kids. Said it's all ages. It is all ages. It's an outdoor no, it event. No. I'm just, I'm just fighting on behalf of the people that did bring their kids down there so we don't lose them as listeners. I, but I would just say, you know, uh, you probably shouldn't. You That's shouldn't. why there's a, but kids are you a one. bad parent, though, Kev? Are you a bad parent? Yes. Like, for instance, if you yes. give your if if you get your kid if you're if you if you give weed to your seven year old kid, you're a bad parent, right? We would, we would yeah. probably can classify yeah. that as a bad yeah. parent, right? So what I'm saying is, you know, is that a bad parenting move? Yes, it is. Why are you putting your kids? Okay, you're exposing them to things that they probably shouldn't be involved in, or around, or even see. Right? That's number one. Number two, what do you think? you're putting your kids into an environment where you have a bunch of intoxicated, uh, unpredictable adults. Do you really want to risk just being there, having a good time? Yeah. And the guy next to you mouths off because he didn't get the beads that you just, that were thrown to him and it was for his lady. And now he's got an attitude because he's having a bad day. And now your kids are in the, like, it's just why put yourself in that situation? You know what the event is, right? It's a party for the city to get wasted, to get invaded by pirates. Is that really the place to put your children? No, because the city has done everything possible to give you a family fun, safe, event that's the exact same thing a week prior without the alcohol and the debauchery so if you're a parent and you're a good parent i would ask you why are you bringing your child to the night per or the the adult parade when they have this festivity specifically for your children a week prior i mean and think say, about hey, i wasn't in town you know i was sick last week so i didn't have a chance i want my kids to experience it or what okay cool then in those situations find the best place to put your family that you're going to be safe. Is that in the bleachers? Probably get some reserved bleacher seating so you guys are away from the ruckus. There are ways to do it. But if you're out there in the middle of the crowd, well, like Kev said, the dude next to you has got a keg and a, and a shopping cart and they're doing keg stands and people are doing bong rips on the street. And like, that's not the place to have your children. I'm sorry. It's just not. You're going to have a whole lot of explaining to do that. Exactly. Day. Like, Dad, what was that long thing? And the smoke was in it. And then they were yeah. all coughing. What is that? Like, okay, you have to have that conversation now. Good luck. But don't you think, don't you think, and again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I wouldn't bring my kids and I didn't. So I'm not going to lie to you guys and be like, oh, it's not a bad parent thing. I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate here for the sure. parents that did. 
Yeah. Don't you think that falls in the lane of don't tell me how to raise my children? Don't yes. you think that falls in that lane? Because, for sure. example, if I let my kids, if I let my 12 year old kid watch an explicit, like an R rated movie, right? So there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of cursing and, and violence and this and that. Sure. Probably shouldn't be watching it, but am I a bad parent for doing so? You know what I mean? That's a, that that's, that's that's the whole thing choice. of like, right. let me do what I want. So I can see where a parent's like, look, if I want to bring my kids down and have fun and experience, because there are lots of kids there. If I, if I remember correctly, I remember families being down there. I'm sure there are. And the people that have houses and they have private parties and like the kids, you know what I mean? Like there's, we're not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying it happens a ton, but does that make you responsible? That's your decision as a parent to make that decision. I'm just saying from the outside, knowing what that event is and Kev agrees with me, we know what that event is. So why would you even subject, unless you're in a safe environment away from the ruckus, why would you subject your children to that event? Yeah. I mean, you do you, but I wouldn't do it. Correct. And if somebody were to ask me, hey, like, keep it real, I'd be like, hell no, don't do it. Go to the kids. Right. Well, we missed that one. Well, then go next year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> go next I year. mean, that would be, be my back. that would be my response. But I, I mean, while we're on the subject of uh, Gasparilla, I, I feel like everybody loves like hearing these, uh, you know, stories, throwbacks, if you will. Okay. Um, well, think about all the years that we were at the radio station mm-hmm. and all the years that we went to Gasparilla during those times that we're talking about. Can you break down one of your favorite Gasparilla moments? Oh my gosh. I mean, if you guys want to think about it, I can go first and tell you. Yeah, you go first because then I know which one I'm going to say, but I'm curious to see if yours is similar. So go for it. Well, it happened at Club Excess. Okay, it's definitely not mine. We were at. Oh, maybe we were at, it was. No, maybe it was. Hold on. Go we were at a Club Excess for everybody to, to just kind of oh, give you an, an idea, like a pin on a map. Um, Tampa Convention Center, right across Caddy the street, corner. Kind of, yeah, Caddy corner, corner to the convention center. That building is no longer there. It's a parking uh, lot. <laughs> it's a parking lot now, but there was a club there, and it was a club that. Uh, our our radio station was at Friday nights and Sunday nights. It was kind of you know our me and Kev every week. <laughs> yeah, it was, me it was and Kev. our it was our headquarters of of Gasparilla because we never were able to be in the flow you know have a float or be in the actual parade. So we you know why, of, right? You guys yeah, know the reason of that? Yeah, because we didn't own the right. They well, iHeart another at the time right clear, clear channel, channel. iHeart they, they owned had the, the sponsorship right. Correct. So they would not let us in. Right. Um, they see blocked us from being a part of it. So we said, okay, cool. Well, we got a gorilla this shit. And we so we would, you know, kind of set up at our headquarters. We would go to club SS and that's where we set up shop and just, T- just took a block party. We made it a block we party. Did. Well, at one of these years, um, we had the great idea probably after a, a good amount of beverages to climb up on the roof of club excess with the t-shirt cannon and wait until the rival station came by to oh, just geez. bombard them with ah. things. Yeah. Um, so that's exactly what we did. We found a ladder. I have no idea where this, this ladder came from. It was the most rickety ladder I've ever been on in my life. Yep. And if I wasn't beers deep, there's no way I would have climbed up it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got the t-shirt cannon on my shoulder 
I and real think, quick, real quick again, just explain to those who don't know. This is we're talking about like a three. It was like a three story building. That just, yeah, it was it's like not, a this is building. this is not like a one step one level house. Like this no, thing it was is like, like it was three story. It was three stories. Like yeah. three stories. It's huge. Yeah, and this this ladder, I oh my, I wish I'd had a picture of it. It, it was the most like rickety, janky. rusty, <laughs> janky ladder ever. It's wobbling as you're going up. <laughs> Dude, and I'm again, I've got t-shirt cannon on my shoulder. I think I had another beer in my hand and I'm just going up this thing. People behind me are going up with like as many shirts as they could carry. All so to we, impress Drew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. To impress our promotions director. Yeah. So we go in the corner and we're waiting. And then here comes the competition the, station. Here comes the rival station. Load us up. Fire the cannons. <laughs> And just we start chucking beads and shooting shirts. At- I don't remember this. Oh yeah, I remember well, it kind of vaguely, like what Kev's saying. But <laughs> why would we have shot shirts at them? Like why weren't we just shooting it in the crowd? Wait, more importantly, are well, we no, past? We, we, we are we that- past the limitations? What is it called? We're statue of limitations. Statue- yeah. Are we oh, past? Yeah. That oh, we are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Way past it. I mean, we, no, we shot it to the crowd while okay. we were waiting, and then it was like, I mean, it was like we were wrapping beads. It, you know, like we we made some. We made some artillery, oh, um, but then now, listen, all of a sudden you see, you see like you hear a whistle and you look down and there's uh TPD and they're doing the finger like get down now. <laughs> and, listen, I, I remember that. I remember it a little bit differently. Um, the night parade, which I will get into with the tank and the eggs and the, all of that. I'll get that into that That's in a right. second. But I remember at the day parade because our competition and it's funny now because years later, we're all still friends. Um, but Big Mama, who was the the night personality, who was my competition when I was on it wild. He was on FLZ, who was the competition station, who used to be on our station, who used to be on our station, but then became my competition. And so, and Ed, you know, we're all friends with with him now, and we were friends with him then, but we knew his personality and what things would be his hot button. And so, if you guys recall, I made tombstones. I have a picture of it. I have tombstones that I made out of um, foam board, and I put the names (laughs) of all the night DJs that we destroyed during our time (laughs) on the air, right? So it was like Kane, it was Carson, and then we had Big Mama's name, but we put his legal name on the tombstone, his full entire legal name with like whatever it was on the tombstone, right? So that when when the radio station came by, we had all the tombstones on display and he lost his mind because he saw his full on the float name. No, on the tombstone. Like no, we but he lost his mind on the float on the float. Like yeah, screaming yeah. like you ever mother ever yeah, like yeah. went off. Right. So that was a funny memory to me. But the one that we we all should have got arrested was in Ebor. And the competition station had their um, their state like we had Club Excess. They had the amphitheater in Ebor. That was their hub. That was their Friday, Saturday night spot. So they were posted up as we were going down 7th Avenue at the amp. But we knew well in advance this may get ugly when we get in front, when we roll <laughs> down to their spot. So we need to be prepared. At that time, Wild had a tank that was one of our station vehicles. Mark yes. Gullett, I'll never forget it. And we had a beat the tank money thing, that, but it was a legitimate 
um, full on tank, like a German it was a tank. tank. It was a tank, and only myself and Elo learned how to drive the tank, and it was a bitch because everything you've ever learned about driving, it was in reverse. So when you were a kid, I had to learn how to drive on a clutch. You had to push the – you had to – everything you were taught to drive a vehicle, you had to flip it in reverse. So it was a mind F. But myself and Elo, we figured out how to drive the tank. So we actually drove the tank. In the parade. And mind you, that is a stop and go situation. You're not just fluidly <laughs> driving. So my legs were on fire. Long story short, we get in front of the amphitheater. And sure enough, they all the uh, competition station people are on the balcony. They start chucking bags of flour. Right. And we're like, why are they they're throwing bags of flour down onto the tank and onto us? What are they following the flour with? Water guns to try to just make this disgusting, pasty mess everywhere that we were at. As soon as that first bag of flour came down from the balcony, everybody, we all stopped the entire parade route. Mind you, we were all dressed in blue camo at this time. I don't know why the station decided, but we were all going to be like no limit soldiers. So we all had blue camo <laughs> on in our wild stuff when we had camo hats. <laughs> the flour comes down from the balcony. It's the tank explodes. Everybody stops. Everybody opens all the containers in the tank because we had eggs, we had toilet paper, we had all this stuff. They open up the things and everybody just starts going ham, throwing eggs at the hmm. amp. They're chucking them. <laughs> There's like nine of us just do, 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 like rapid fire eggs, toilet paper, right? Everybody's like, what the hell is oh going my on? God. All, the, all the FLZ crew were like, we're getting literally destroyed. Like we are getting pelted with eggs. So we're breaking windows at the amphitheater. Like it was ridiculous. So sure enough, the cops are like, what the hell is happening right now? So all the cops start running over to us and trying to get us to prevent it. Cause again, we've held up the entire parade to barrage <laughs> the, the competition station with eggs and toilet paper. T-Bone, who was one of our, uh, our promo team members gets into it with one of their crew who came running down the steps to the parade route and he literally i'll never forget it i was like dude you should be in the olympics with that high jump he literally went from the street jumped over the bike rack do not know how he did that just literally <laughs> flat-footed jumped over the bike rack got into it with the competitions uh promo people like almost got to fist the cuffs there was two cops there that stopped him it was pandemonium dude by far one of the funniest, coolest experience because we all eventually got back in the tank and we kept going and there was no repercussions that for us that became of it. I know the station got in trouble because we broke windows at the amphitheater with eggs and stuff, but that was by far the most memorable experience in Gasparilla that we should have gotten arrested for was a radio station battle and it was heated back in the day between wild and flz it was oh yeah heated and so it was like literally came to fisticuffs almost numerous times but that was by far my most crazy Gasparilla the memory was the battle between wild and flz you know it's funny i do remember both of these stories i wasn't i wasn't there though i mean i was there at Gasparilla and both of them but i wasn't in the area, the vicinity or whatever, but I do remember about these stories, but I, it just, it brings you back. Like people don't know that, like Greg was just saying, when we used to be in radio back in the day, like when we first started, like the competition battle, that's what made it fun too. Right. I mean, oh, like, man, it was a blast. 100%. Anytime, anytime we went out, I mean, we had fun on the radio. We had, you know, ton, you know, fun meeting people and this and that, but going out and like, you made it a mission 
to destroy the other radio. I don't know if they still do it nowadays or whatever, no, but no, it was it was a mission. Like you know, like you wanted to outshine the other radio station when, when like if you know if Bruno Mars, it was Bruno Mars wasn't around back then. But if Bruno Mars was coming into town and they're gonna have a concert, we used to always think like, how are we gonna outdo the other radio stations at the Bruno Mars concert? Sure, and that's. But that was, again, why it made it fun. It was like, we have to one-up them. We have no idea what they're going to do, but we have to we have to be bigger than they are. Real and quick, again, about, real quick, about this tank, because like you were saying, it, this was a legit tank. Like People it might think we're, we're exaggerating. It was like a, a full-on tank. Do you remember somebody, I don't remember who it was, somebody was driving the tank on like 19, US 19? No, 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 it was on the bridge. It was on the bridge. And, and took out like seven cars or got no, he or something. No, he no. I swear to God. No, no it was like a big accident. Yeah, they were no. like, maybe they were towing the tank and couldn't ta- stop okay, or yes. something. No, 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 that's what it was. It was With not. Okay, so the dually. The yes, dually. okay, so. Yeah, the yellow dually. Kev used oh, to the love drawing the dually because it had the PA system in it. Oh, we got to yeah. tell that real quick. We got to tell that story real quick. Oh, I, I, okay. I mean, do you want to do you want to oh, hold on? All right. Let's. So let's let me rewind. Ed, your story was wrong. It was. Okay. First of all, the thing broke down on on the uh, Howard Franklin Bridge when Elo was trying to drive one. But then we started to the point where the station got so lazy and nobody knew how to fix the tank. Now we just have to drive so, the tank around and tow it. To we tow literally it. had a tow vehicle with the dually. <laughs> we were on tow shifts. Like, yeah, someone's got to go in and drive around the dually for four hours today and just tow around the. Because they were like, we spent so much money on this tank, we can't just leave it. And since it doesn't work now, we just got to tow it. We had a lot of different personalities on the street team back then, but Army Mechanic was not one of them. <laughs> yeah, so they could was. never fix the tank. <laughs> fact no dude that's what that was so i I love this like back in the day storytelling and i feel like the 12 pack of listeners uh that that (laughs) download a kick out of it like it too but i mean before we wrap today because i actually have one of my favorite stories of ed that i want to share but i don't want to do it today maybe we do that next week okay um but before we wrap ed your favorite gasparilla moment I really, honestly, guys, you, I really don't have a favorite Gasparilla moment. I'm not trying to like, oh, wow, you just failed the podcast. I just, you know, I just remember, like I said, I remember it being fun. I remember going down there. I remember it was a day of drinking and, and, mm-hmm. and partying. And I do remember trying to show up the other radio station. It was just crazy. It was just crazy times. It was, it was a lot of fun. And, and it was, it, I'm glad that I was a part of it. I say this all the time. I mean, now I'm settled down married two kids and you know you would never find me doing it now probably but you know i'm glad that that when it happened it did i i felt like it was the right point in my life and i really i really got the most out of it it was was a lot of fun sure i feel like where we're at now in our life we can still do gasparilla so i'm not gonna say we're like we're too old for gasparilla right but it I feel like we have to move differently. Like we can't move the way we used to when we were on the street team or just get down there and just whatever happens, happens. Happens, yeah. I I can't do that anymore. (laughs) What I want to do is I want to go down like, and maybe we can set this up for all of us. Go and let's get a hotel room down there. That way you can, you can kind of be down. Take a nap. Eh? You want to take a nap? You can, and then if it's like because <laughs> we are getting old, so I've been back in about an hour. Right, I'm, I'm saying like you can go if you got to go to the bathroom. You gotta well, go to the bathroom. I was just gonna like, say with well, my stomach issues, that might be a good idea. <laughs> right? You can get in it. You can get in the debauchery, but you can get out like real quick. 
Kev. Dude, I can see Kev like, hey, I'm going to be back in like 20 minutes. Where are you going? I just got to go to the bathroom real quick. You go in the room. Kev's. I know in the hotel lobby, they got like a little chicken place. You know, they got like chicken salads and things like that. There might be a good spot to go back and grab some lunch at. Listen, this you didn't thinking of food. You, you didn't give me my radio name to go take a nap in a hotel room. Hey, like, listen. If I'm down kids, there, I'm gonna tired. get after it, bro. Don't okay. get it twisted. Until three, and then he's like, oh, "I gotta tap out. I've been drinking since eleven. Four hours is about as much as I can do nowadays." Listen, we're all too old for gas, bro. At the end, it was good of the stuff, day. though. I, I agree with you, Kev. I I really do think like people that used to listen. To to on the radio there's so i mean there's stories after stories after stories but um but i i I always think it's good to go down memory lane because it is good to share that behind the scenes because that's how a lot of people do know us is from well kev obviously you're still on the radio and got like one of the top radio shows in the bay but me and greg it's good it's good that a lot of people that know us from radio and they they hear this stuff that they never got to hear when we were on the radio you know what i mean we could go on for days and if we ever had a morning show hint 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 yeah yeah (laughs) We would imagine the stories would be told. And, and and this is cool, though, because, I mean, not only do we get to like relive it and, and kind of just get that like the, the fulfillment of the nostalgia, you know, but I, I think with like what you were saying, Ed, with this is like none of these a lot of these stories have never actually been told on oh, the yeah. air, yeah. you know, so and there's so many of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's you know lot. what I'm saying? Like oh, a, lot a lot of them to share I, like that. I, I just think, again, if I, if I was just sitting back listening, I would think it was cool because that's that kind of like, you know, you see a movie and it's like, oh, this is how they made the movie. Right. You know, it, yeah. it's interesting. The nostalgia and while, behind it. And Wild, I know we, we're going to wrap here in a second. And Wild, we've said this. We've said this before on this podcast that Wild is not was not when it first came on the air it was not just your typical. Oh, that's a cool radio station. It was the way that the station was invented, the way that the station was promoted and marketed. I think the personalities that came on when the station first got on board. I mean, it was just it was almost like the perfect storm. Of, yes, it, it was more. And I'm not just saying this because we were a part of it. I really am not. I mean, I've been around the area for a while. I've seen different stations come and go. Um <clears throat> It was more of a, and I'm not trying to be dramatic here either. It was more of a phenomenon than it was just a radio station, you know. Agreed. And maybe phenomenon's a little bit of a of a larger word than I want to use, but that's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't just oh, a radio station signed on. It was a it was a moment in in time in Tampa. There needs to be a documentary made about the station. Oh no, there does not. Oh yes, we 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 are closing (laughs) that. We are closing that coffin shut. I don't know how many stories we will reveal. No, but. I think to your point, though, Ed, you're, you're right. It was it was a perfect storm. It was it was something that the station needed as far the area as the, needed. the genre the area, of music, right. the area, the attitude. You yep. know, it's almost like when when wrestling WWE, you know, went from the all the different characters and then they went into that like attitude era. You know, I feel like that's what Wild did at that specific time. It was this attitude, attitude. era party and it was in your face. all of the personalities whether they were on the air on or the, the street team, team. Yeah. yeah that's like all of it together look at buckley what buckley we wasn't did. on i know buckley's on this radio show now with you but buck and and he was on with greg but before yeah. that buckley was just a street team but could have ran buckley could have ran for mayor in 2001 you know what yeah. i mean so no doubt. yeah, yeah. Crazy, it was a man. it was a it was much like a fraternity I tell people that all the time. I mean, look yeah. at look at how many people that we stay in contact with during those times. I, I I can be willing to bet not many radio stations, you know, still to this day have that connection. 
not only with each other, but with the 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 listeners too. I mean, it was yeah. it was it was something special, no question it about was. it. No doubt. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us here on this uh, week's episode of Three Dads in a Minivan. We appreciate you guys checking in. We hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, we're going to try to be as consistent as possible to make sure that these drop every week on Wednesday. And, and we're teasing and, next uh, episode. I want to hear the story, Kev, because I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, so. yeah. So oh, we'll was, lead off of that next it week. It was a good one. It's a tease. So you, you get another story coming next week. All right, guys, we appreciate you checking in. Make sure you log in, subscribe, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, all the good stuff. So Three Dads in a Minivan, Greg, Ed, Kev, we're signing off. God bless. Good night. Three Dads in a Minivan.